You know that age between 28 and 31 where you're like, WTF is going on? Yeah, that's your Saturn return. My name is Court and I'm here to spill the tea on what all this means astrologically. And let's be honest, I need to figure out how to make it through my own Saturn return because, whoa, am I right? Expect real stories from real people who have already been through this life-changing transit. You'll hear little nuggets from me and my diary that I've kept over the past few months. Plus, I'll interview others who have passed this phase already and are on to the next series of their life. So grab your iced coffee and get your diary. Prep yourself because Saturn is always listening. Okay. Awesome. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Saturn Return Diaries podcast. My name is Courtney. I am your host. If you're new here, hey, welcome back to season two. Or if you're not, well, if you're new here, you didn't even know there was a season one. So maybe go back and watch that or listen to that. Um, But we are now on season two and I'm freshly getting out these um, interviews again, which is super exciting. I've been doing a lot of solo sods recently. And so now we are um, diving back in and hearing people's stories. So I'm super excited because we're talking to my friend Kayla today. Um, and we'll, you know, you guys can hear from her in a sec, but I'm super excited because I feel like we were just talking earlier today. Um, and this, this interview's got kind of pushed around a couple of times and everything always happens in divine timing, yada, yada. We know that. Um, and I also think that something that I've noticed with Saturn Return Diaries is that everyone who comes on an interview, not only is it like helping me plus the interviewers, it also helps the person who's sharing their experience. Um, And that's been like a a recurring theme. So I'm really excited today to dive in and see kind of like how that plays out. Um, But without further ado, welcome Kayla to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. How are you doing today? doing good the sun's shining <laughs> nice yes it is we live in vancouver so you know that's a that's a hot commodity um i love that if you guys are on youtube we're both wearing gray yeah gray day yeah <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so if you're on youtube you can always um hit the subscribe button you know hit the like it really supports me um but if you guys are listening in the earbuds Sit back, chill, and let's get into this episode. So, Kayla, want to tell us a little bit about yourself. Something I always say on this podcast is I want to know who you are versus like what you do first. Okay. I am a very social and caring person. Um, and I just feel like my, yeah, my identity is, I'm just a very social, I just want to help people. Mm. That's who I am. (laughs) Um, And I'm a mom of two babies. And then I'm also a psychic medium. Those are my main, main three identities that I have. Mm. (laughs) I love that. Okay. What is your sun, moon, rising? My sun is Libra. Mm -hmm. My rising is Scorpio. And my moon is Sagittarius. Mm, yes, that makes sense. Why you want to help people, that Libra energy. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel like those, knowing like your sun, moon rising, how do you feel that plays into you and your personality, if you do at all? The Libra definitely, I feel like, because relationships are super important to me and um, 
friendships and all of that like I've always felt really resonated with like the Libra energy aesthetics all those types of things matchy matchy balance fairness like all of that I have but then also the Scorpio really like the death and rebirth I've had a lot of that in my life um the passion like getting really passionate about things um I can see with the Scorpio and then the Sagittarius I'm just I just started realizing that like I can see that as um like the teaching side of me and um, wanting to share things that I've learned. Mm-hmm. Um, I always, whenever I hear other people who are Sagittarius, I'm like, oh, I bet you like adventure and hiking. And that's not really me, but mm-hmm. um, the teaching side more, I think, with the Sagittarius. And Sagittarius are pretty social people as well, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So that's why I'm so social too. <laughs> Yeah. And also like their Sagittarius is really connected to philosophy. So like mm. studying and wisdom even. Okay. So, yeah. Like finding information about different things and constantly learning to then be able to teach, like you said, mm. um, is a big piece there too. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Um, yeah. And obviously I love Libras. It's not a, it's not a, it's not a tr- secret to anyone. <laughs> so <laughs> we love this. Um, anyway, so yeah, I guess kind of continuing on, um, I always like to do like a little bit of an intro. Obviously we want to, you know, learn about you. Something you did say is that you have two kiddos. Um, and I'm sure we'll dive more into this, like in your actual Saturn, but, uh, I know that there's a lot of listeners who have children and I'm just curious, like if you're open to sharing, um, now that you know a little bit about astrology, how do you think that that relates to your kids? Well, I've, I'm very, I've been very interested in it now. Yeah. The now I know my son is an Aquarius. I feel like no matter where I go, I attract Aquariuses and I always end up being really close with the Aquariuses that I meet. Like mm-hmm. no matter who I, I, if I click with someone right away, I find out that they're, they have some sort of Aquarius in their top three, which is very interesting. But um, my son is a double Aquarius. So he's an Aquarius, Aquarius moon, and then a Scorpio rising. Mm. Things it's like we're both Scorpio risings. Um, And then my daughter is a Cancer and a Pisces rising and a Leo moon, I believe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so she's going to be super intuitive. and she's super emotional, but she's also very like caring and nurturing. And I know that that's like a cancer thing. Um, and then for my son with the Aquarius, he's very passionate about things, which could be like the Scorpio. But then with the Aquarius, he's like, he's very, I, I just call Aquarius as I always tell people when they're, I'm like, you have, you're, you're weird. Like, yeah. weird, but like Aquarius are just a little bit extra weird I feel like a little bit quirky and so like my son has those things and they like really like to learn about random things and have knowledge about random stuff that's like how why do you know that like I feel like Aquariuses are really good at trivia <laughs> oh my god I hope so look I need that for big brother okay yeah. <laughs> so yeah it's cool that now that I know a little bit about all the signs because I've taken an astrology course now and I'm learning more about it that um and it's just cool like the whole Saturn return thing like learning about that and now knowing people in my life that are in it and seeing what's going on in their lives during their Saturn return I'm like holy man like yeah 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 Yeah. so wild yeah thanks for sharing all that I think it's just cool to be able to give context to like astrology and I know that not everybody is like fully oh like 
what, whether it's like you believe in it or not, but just sharing the energy of the specific signs and, you know, how that plays in our lives, I feel like can then help other people be like, oh yeah, like there's a different way to look at that, which is so really, really cool. And that's something I want to do with this podcast. I ask them to see their signs now. And then I tell them, oh, if you're this, you're a little bit of this. And then they're all like, yeah, yeah. How do you know that? <laughs> I'm like, oh, you should talk to Courtney then. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey, that's like the intuitive astrology. You're like literally feeling the energy, which is super cool. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So now that we've started, um, kind of got into it. I do want to dive into Saturn and kind of what has been going on for you or what did go on for you. But before we even kind of go right into that, I want to know a little bit about, I guess, mm, like, tell us a little bit about where you're at, I guess, in life right now. Um, cause we just want to have context in terms of like how long it's been since your Saturn return. Um, well, I guess my Saturn return ended when I was 31 or 30. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It depends for everybody. It's super different. Um, yeah. but typically it's around the age 31. Okay. Yeah. So I'm turning 32 this year. So I'm like done my Saturn return. Um, I'm fully enveloped into like my psychic medium job, um, which is super cool. And I feel like that started and came about during my Saturn return. Um, I'm going through some stuff in my life right now. Um, but my husband is younger than me and is actually going through his Saturn return. I think that has a lot to do with what's going on in my life right now. Um, but also like with astrology and stuff, it's funny how things have happened exactly on like full moons or eclipse dates or like exactly it's like okay (laughs) okay universe (laughs) um okay astrology you know the planets or whatever's going on but um I don't know how much I should share but basically I'm going through some stuff with my relationship right now um with my marriage and my husband's having a tough time during his Saturn return which he's in the middle of so Mm -hmm. it's interesting to see I went through tough times in my Saturn return and now I'm seeing him go through tough times in his Saturn return. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm reliving another Saturn return because I'm with someone who's in a Saturn return. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That can actually be like a very common thing with relationships. Cause obviously like age gaps happen and, um, part of what we go through on our Saturn return is a clump, like sort of the way that I was thinking of this the other day was like, oh, a lot of us who are born around the same time have the same Saturn, right? And so even though it's in a different place of our chart, we're kind of going through something collectively together. And um, like, I obviously am going through my Saturn return. So I would relate on some level to like what your husband is going through, same with other people. But to then be in like relationships with others, of course, it's going to mirror so much more to us as well. So yeah, I mean, thanks for sharing that. Cause obviously that would be like a whole other level of learning. <laughs> it was like wild. Um, but I think like just, so yeah, so you just finished your Saturn return all, like two years ago, actually, because well, a year. Mine around 30. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 So Saturn was in Capricorn, um, during your Saturn return. So your Saturn is in the sign of Capricorn. Now, I'm not going to show your chart, but just so the listeners know, Kayla has Saturn in the sign of Capricorn at 18 degrees in her third house. Um, 
conjunct but not super close to Neptune in Capricorn. So I'll just give a little rundown of kind of my perception on the like astrology and what that means. But for starters, Saturn in the third house rules communication in the third house. And as I'm doing this, I can like feel my throat. Um, it's about receiving information that maybe you didn't have full access to prior to your Saturn return. So it's almost as if when we have Saturn in the third house, leading up to Saturn, your Saturn return, it's like you didn't have all the information that you needed to access. And then when your Saturn return came, it was like downloads, like all of this information that's kind of withheld while you're learning. And then it sets you up for your next 30 year cycle. With it, connection, the connection to the Neptune is very interesting because Neptune connects to our like outer planets or like our other realms. And so it's accessing that information in the third house that is literally connecting to things we can't see beyond the veil. And because it's in Capricorn, you're needing to create a structure to bring it down to earth, which is very interesting. And Capricorns are like, so like entrepreneurial and it's so funny. It's like, I literally do a business where I communicate with, with the spirit world. <laughs> literally. Oh, cool. So- Take us back to, as, as you know, in this podcast, I like going way back. So like to me, 27 is really where things start to go a little bit buck wild. And the reason why I say 27 is because that's when you're going to have your progressed lunar return, which for Kayla, her progressed lunar return, um, would mean your moon matches up. So her moon would be in Sag at the same time. And it really starts this new adventure. So what was happening around the age of 27? Well, at 20, like halfway through 26, I had my son. So it's when I had my first child. So 27, I had a newborn. Okay. Mm -hmm. And, um, in 27, I had postpartum depression and or anxiety. I didn't really realize it was postpartum depression or anxiety because they always describe postpartum depression being this disconnect from your baby and not loving your baby, but that's actually not what it was at all. I wasn't taking care of myself. So I did everything for my baby and always loved him and had a connection with him, but I didn't have myself anymore. I wasn't taking care of myself. I have no motivation to do anything around the house. Like I just didn't feel myself and I was super anxious all the time. Mm -hmm. And I realize now that that's what I had, but at the time I think I wasn't sure. Mm -hmm. Um, So I went back to work after my mat leave, which is a year in Canada. Um, And I literally didn't even have a job to go back to. And I just went and literally started working at a kitchen store that my friend's mom owned um, part-time because I had to do something. Financially, I had to go back and do something Mm part-time. And then my old job for keg restaurants, corporate office, they begged for me to come back. So then at 20, like, so that's what my 27th year looked like. Basically, I was depressed and like doing a job that I didn't really want to do just to make ends meet because I had to go back mm-hmm. um so that was basically my 27 I was just basically mm. not really that happy yeah it's yeah. interesting because I think that's a really common age to start to question like what am I doing with my life like where yeah. do I want to go especially after having a baby like you know your whole world kind of shifts and changes and this would be causing for you to like kind of who am I like what's my identity here. Right. Uh, so yeah, I think that's like a really good point to touch on. So yeah. And it's also very common during that progressed lunar return to like experience some sort of mental health or 
um, emotional or psych psychological things. So yeah, I'm definitely glad that you shared that. So what kind of happened after that? Um, then at 28, I was just like adjusting to being a mom, mm -hmm. but I was trying to figure out like what I was supposed to be doing. Cause I felt like I didn't want to work this nine to five job. Like it wasn't what I was supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. And at that time I'd, I had been spiritual and I had been reading books and I did do card readings, but it was more just like for friends and for fun mm -hmm. at that point in my life. And I, in, at 28, I made a website, but again, like I had maybe like one client, a paying client a year. It was mainly just like my friends or people who knew that were like, can I get a reading? Can I get a reading? Oh, you're really good. And I'm like, I know, but I, I kept having this like lack mentality because I was depressed. I was kind of like, oh, I'm, I'm, I don't know how I would ever meet people or how I would ever get clients, you know? Mm -hmm. So I actually tried, I felt stuck in, mm -hmm. in wanting that to be my job. And I felt stuck. So I tried lots of other things. Like at 28, I tried being a workout coach for like beach body. Mm -hmm. um, I tried like a multi-level marketing. I did Arbonne for a bit because I resonated with like the clean products. Mm -hmm. um, and I knew I wanted more kids. Um, mm -hmm. And I did go on a retreat when I was 28 oh. with these women last minute and I went on a retreat and um, I did card readings for the women. And I was like, oh, maybe this is a way that I can get my name out there. So I went there to do readings and, and um, I did um, medita guided meditations for them at night, uh, the two nights we were there. It was on Saturna Island, which is like mm -hmm. a little secluded island in Vancouver Island that you can only get to by like a harbor plane, like a air, like a, so it was really cool. So I did that. And that was when the first spirit came through in a reading for me at that retreat so I was doing a reading for a girl and I felt like there was an energy and I was like I feel like there's a girl over here couldn't see her because I don't physically see but I felt and I just started describing what I felt and she started crying and said that's my best friend who passed away and so I gave her a reading and then it just kept happening every time I did card readings and yeah so that's how my business started to slightly pick up wow but then I went on a hiatus because at 29 um, I got pregnant right before I turned 29. I got pregnant uh, with twins and I actually had a miscarriage. Mm. Um, so that was like a whirlwind. And I remember on my birthday um, being super like depressed and kind of like, cause I felt like I was like, I, I started to connect with spirit. I was like, I want that to be my business and I want to have more kids. And I just, I don't know, I just felt kind of in a yucky phase. And then I ended up getting pregnant with my daughter, like right after my 28th birthday. Um, and I had a really bad pregnancy again. I was like depressed and sick and sore and then COVID hit. And it's just like, Oh, yay. Sucking oh, yeah. house. Mm -hmm. Um, and I wanted to do more my card readings but I was so stuck in my routine with work because I was working three days a week for the corporate office at this time so and I was pregnant and I just was just focusing on that and getting through my pregnancy um and I worked from home from March till June because of the pandemic I literally left thinking I was going home to work from home for two weeks and never going back Wow. which was hard because I wanted to be able to like socialize and do that type of stuff. Cause that's, that's, I'm an extrovert and that's very important for me is to be able to be with people. So that was kind of hard. Then I had my daughter, like literally June, 2020 during like the thick of the pandemic. Wow. Um, and then I had a newborn. <laughs> literally like such a wild ride. 
Yeah. Yeah. So then 30, I was on, when I turned 30, I was, it was in the middle of my mat leave and I had more time to get back into alignment with my spiritual path. And so I actually took an alignment program mm. and that kind of kickstarted, got me back into feeling better, got me into like, cause I did have probably postpartum, my hormones were crazy when I had, like, it really affected me mm. hormones from pregnancy after like postpartum and during pregnancy. So I really felt kind of yucky still. So I wanted to get in a, back into alignment. So I, I did this investment. I took this three month course and it really, I was really worried about spending the money and it was really holding me back. And, uh, cause it was a large investment, but I'm so glad that I did it because it threw me right back into like my spiritual side. Um, and I found more of myself and like what makes me happy. Mm-hmm. And that's when I decided like in, in my, actually during my, my mat leave, my husband got a promotion at his work, making the same amount that I was making part-time per year, like added on to his salary. So I was like, oh my gosh, now I have this opportunity to not have to go back. And I decided that I was like, not going to go back. And I'm like, I'm a medium. And I took, and I joined a circle on Facebook of all other these spiritual people. And I practice mediumship every single week with these women. Um, and I decided to become present and consistent on trying to grow my social media. Um, so this is all when I was 30, this is like all the end of my Saturn return. And then um, I decided to offer mediumship on my website and not just card readings. Mm-hmm. And then I did an eight week Reiki healing program. I started getting readings after that. I started collaborating and meeting people. I met you. Um, I started teaching classes for a company in New York virtually. And I started getting clientele from New York and the States. Um, And then at the end of my mat leave, I didn't go back. And I just was like, I'm a medium. This is my job now. And that's basically it. And then when I turned 31, I took the astrology course with you. And now basically that's, I'm just, fully embodying that like this is my path this is what I'm supposed to be doing but it took Mm. the Saturn return for me to get here yeah there's so much (laughs) yeah there's so much to unpack there I feel like number one like there's the Saturn return does feel like such an emotional roller coaster and I actually remember before I started mine seeing this like visual of a roller coaster and this guy looking at me being like, are you ready? And I didn't understand the symbolism of that really at the time, but after talking to everybody, like I do get it now because I think like, just as you explained, like not only are you like, there's, there's a lot to unpack. You have a child, like a little human who needs you. Plus you're going through this like identity shift around your job. And like, is this what I want to do? Um, and then you have a miscarriage and also you're like, you know, trying to figure out, like, there's this business that's sort of just like coming with you that you don't even know. I felt like I'm, I want to do this, but how? And I kept feeling stuck. Yeah. Mm, Yeah. It's like, you didn't have all the pieces. And I think that's super interesting that Saturn asks us to be so diligent and go with like the direction that we're going, but it's almost like it's, it's challenging because we don't it's so new. We don't know how to do it. Like we don't know how to do it. So I guess something that I kind of want to, there's a lot that I want to ask you, but yeah. Um, when you said, okay, it's interesting. Cause you had said, Oh, like your husband obviously is here throughout this process. Right. 
Yeah. Number one, I'm very curious, like at that time where you were like, I'm going to be a medium, like what, what is, what is he thinking? Like, was he like, yeah, okay. You're not gonna like, you're like, I'm not going back to work. This is my choice. Like, did you have support in that? Well, yeah, he always knew about my card readings and he's, he's very, he's a man of a few words. So he wouldn't really talk to me about it or he would just say like, he would listen to my stories and just kind of be like, cool. Mm -hmm. He never told me it was something that I couldn't do, but he also never wants a reading. Doesn't, Mm -hmm. you know, talk to me about it much. It was just kind of like my thing that I had. And I was like, I really want to be able to do this. And I feel like I'm really good at it. And, Mm -hmm. and he always just kind of was like, yeah, well, if you want, like Mm -hmm. if you, if you can, you know, and then when I actually started like, and I paid for my website. Yeah. He supported me. Like he didn't say, and when he got that job, we both had agreed we'd rather not send our kids to daycare. So we were kind of like, okay, like let's try to do this, you know? Cause now we financially, I didn't have to go back, you know? So yeah. Then I just started trying and I just basically did it my own time. Like during my daughter's, the end of like the half of second half of my daughter's mat leave. And then into, cause now she's almost two. Mm. I really haven't even been doing this for this long, like as a business, but it's been a long time coming and my mom's in spirit. And I think that my mom has helped me gain this skill that I have, this gift that I have like amplified in a faster way than I think some people, it takes them a lot longer. And I think that the reason why I've been able to I don't know. I feel like she accelerated it. Like, cause mm-hmm. when I would practice with people and they're, and, and I was thinking about taking these programs and courses and they were just like, I don't think you need to. And I was like, wow, like what, <laughs> where did I get wow. this talent from? And mm-hmm. I always feel like, I believe that she's the one guiding me, helping me to connect. Like even I had a reading today mm-hmm. and I asked my mom, to help because I haven't done a reading in two weeks and I'm going through some stuff in my personal life right now and I was like please help it make sure that it's a good reading like please help bring the spirits close to me and you know because you always get worried mm-hmm. um it always works out though <laughs> I've never had an issue connecting but mm-hmm. um I think that my mom has helped me like uh, I think that my mom passing away which was before my Saturn return but led me here too mm-hmm. yeah Yeah. That's really powerful. I think that Saturn being in your third house of the, you know, how I had said, like almost the information isn't fully there yet. It's, it's like, what I'm hearing you say is it's like, this thing was always there with you. Like it, it was always there, but Saturn in the third house is like, you didn't have access to it. And then it's almost like something shifts and clicks. That's just like, aha. And so all of those moments, like, I'm sure it didn't feel synchronistic at the time, but like, the fact that you had your son, which I don't know, cause I haven't had children myself, but I feel like that probably does also increase your intuition, even though you are going through all the hormonal changes, I could be very wrong on that. But, um, I feel like that, like you're having a child and then also like, like, what about like you had a miscarriage? Like, and do you think any of that energy is like supported you in sort of like also moving towards gaining more of that information? 
Yeah, like I always, because it was such a short period because like I lost my, my I was like nine weeks when I found out, but they, their hearts had stopped beating at seven weeks. So it was like such a short time and like mm-hmm. everything happened so fast. Like I found out it was twins and then I, and then I found out three weeks later that they had passed away and I was just so focused on, I want to get pregnant again and like got pregnant right away. Very luckily and very thankful grateful for that. Um, but I didn't really deal with it. And I always think back and I'm like, you know, I kind of was just like, oh, you know, it happens to people. It's one in four. And um, I know other people have had it, but I just, but now that I think back, like, I think it has kind of, you know, shifted me in a way. And I think that one of the babies reincarnated as my daughter, but I think there's one that's helping me. Mm-hmm. Either I'm supposed to have that baby or they're supposed to be with me. Mm-hmm. I haven't communicated with them though. Mm. Yeah. It's so interesting. Cause you know that I like love spirit babies and I definitely feel it feels like very boy energy. I think you've, I think you've maybe heard that before, but yeah, but it's super fascinating because um, like you said, like you have these people and these, or these spirits in, in spirit who are kind of like, in a sense, like guiding you and, and helping you through this, which is really beautiful. But of course there, there's always a lot that comes with that too, emotionally. Um, and then I was just thinking, I'm like, okay, so it's so interesting because then you had your daughter. So like you're pregnant, you're working, you know, uh, working from home. Cause it's a pandemic and big, big pregnant and really uncomfortable. And there was no chiropractors open and I was in so much pain. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Like literally anyone who's like in anyone at the hospital, you know, except for my husband. And I felt so bad for first time moms. I still feel so bad for first time moms that had their baby with just their husband because the husband, like a lot of the time doesn't know what's going on and you don't know what's going on. And it's, yeah. Yeah. And like my second. So well to have like your, um, like that's a Saturn return, such a Saturn return thing. You're like, literally like, high tailing like this like hard energy of like okay we're just in this like I can't escape this I'm on this marathon like I have to do it and so anyone who's had their Saturn return during the pandemic which you have if you've had your your Saturn return in Capricorn or Aquarius it is the most amount of strength like would you say that you are stronger do you feel stronger today yeah thousand percent I went through three really hard years of like depressive state and I was like not myself and um, because of hormones and depressed and Saturn, like, you know, I didn't know about it then, but now that I know that I'm like, that was part of it, you know, and it brought me to where I'm supposed to be now, but now I see my husband going through it and it's really hard to mm-hmm. see someone else going through it. And I'm like, what's going to happen at the end of his? Cause I think it's almost the end, right? Cause he's an Aquarius. Oh, yes. Yeah. It depends on the degree, but um, it is leading. I'll just say this too, like what I've noticed and from what I've said, like heard and talked to other people, when Saturn actually sits on top of our Saturn, it feels like the weight of the freaking world is on top of you. That's what I feel like my husband is like right now. (laughs) Yeah. And it does peak at around 29, like right in that 29, 30. Yeah. Yeah. It's like literally like this backpack of weight that you're just like, and it, and it's, 
it's so heavy. It can be such a heavy experience. And does that mean that it's like that for every single person? No, but the general consensus of when Saturn conjuncts natal Saturn, it feels like a ton of bricks. And I don't know the reason why really, other than it's like, you're going to be given an extra responsibility here to mature. We need you to mature. We need you to figure this out and mature. That makes and sense. Yeah. And it's like right now. Well, even for you, right? Like in your experience, it's like all of those, ex- I think we, make we- me mature. I went through so many immature things during my Saturn return that I see clearly now. Mm-hmm. Why would I, I would never be like that now. I would never have said those things now. I, that's not who I am, mm-hmm. but I had to go through that yuck. Mm-hmm. And now seeing my husband with the bricks on his back right now, mm-hmm. he's got mental health problem, like mm-hmm. depressed depression now. And seeing things that he's done and gone through. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because now I know he's going through a Saturn return. So it's almost like, and I'm so intuitive mm-hmm. and I'm so in tune, you know? So it's like, I'm like, <sighs> like I'm hoping and waiting to see what's going to happen. I'm way more, how do I say it? Um, understanding and empathetic mm. of what he's going through because I've gone through a Saturn return and I know it's part of his astrology and part of his life and part of his growing up and part of the phase of what he's going through. And I'm just hoping that at the end we can make it out together. Mm. But at this point, I don't know what's going to happen because he's so conflicted and confused in his life right now. He doesn't know. And I'm like, it's such, it makes so much Saturn return sense. Oh my God. And you've been through it, like right with yourself. It's like all those identity shifts and changes. Like, oh, I'm going to do multi-level marketing. I'm going to be a, like, I did all these different random things. And that's kind of like what right now he's like, holy, what happened? Like my life just went so fast. And now he's kind of like waking up and being like, who am I? Yeah. That's what he's basically doing is he's having like a crisis. Yeah. Yeah. And it's super common, like literally to be like, you know, I've even talked to other people on this podcast before who were like, I'm going to go do all these courses and like go to school again and like figure this out because you're in this state of like, I do not know who I am. And it's super easy when everything feels super heavy on us to be like, I just need to like, like, this is hard. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. That's kind of what he feels like. I think he's kind of like running away. Yeah. Because that's like, you know, that's what we want. That's what we want to do. So freedom, freedom. Yeah. Yeah. And freedom freedom. by myself. Yeah. Yeah. Saturn in Aquarius. Yeah. Say that again. And he's an introvert. Right. Yeah. Saturn in Aquarius is just like, it's, it's different than Saturn in Capricorn because I think people who have Saturn in Capricorn, like things take time, things take time with a Saturn energy. So it's like how you were talking about building your business. It's like that, that took time and you had to wait. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Saturn in Aquarius. Yeah. It still takes time, but it's acts. It's almost like it's, it's, uh, I mean, look, it happened during the middle of a pandemic. It's creating a new life forward. It's this in-between energy. So of course you're going to feel this in-between energy when you're in it as well. Now, Something that I was actually going to say here is like the fact that you have Saturn in your third house again, I kind of want to go back to that. And it's like so close to your Neptune. Um, How does that resonate for you in terms of like this, like information coming in? That's crazy because literally during my Saturn return, I started to connect with spirit for the first Mm -hmm. time. So it was already spiritual. I was already doing my intuitive card readings but it just like amplified during my Saturn return. 
And all of a sudden I was like, whoa, I have this hidden talent thing, capability of like something that I've always thought was so cool and I wanted to be able to do, but I didn't try because I, I didn't even know that everyone could really do it if you were open to it. But I feel like you're if you're meant to do it, it will happen, you know, and it happened for me and I was shocked. And then every reading I did, another spirit came through and I was like, if you're open to receiving and then I'd get their uncle and again, I found out how they passed away. And I'm like, how am I doing this? And it was like the coolest thing. Mm. Um, so it's very interesting that you said in the third house, it's like communicating with outside mm -hmm. and now I'm doing that, um, for my job, which is so Capricorn. So just, yeah. it really resonates. Like now I really, if you break it down, it makes yeah. sense. Yeah. And like creating a structure for it. Right. Like yeah. it's, it's so handy now, obviously like, again, it takes time. Things create, like there's a building energy that comes through, um, but one of the things that I love about Saturn, and I'm so curious if you feel this or not, but Saturn is like karmic rewards, right? So if you put in the work, if you put in the time and energy towards what Saturn is teaching you, which for you in the third house, it is really about accessing that information and, and sharing that information, then there's a reward. So have you felt like that's come through? Yeah, I'm thinking about that, like during my, when my 30th year, so like the last year of my Saturn return, I did that like alignment program. I did an eight week healing program. I, I, um, was practicing my mediumship every single, so I was really implementing mm. and working on myself and trying to like bring this through and then really investing in my Instagram and being like, no, like I'm going to do this every day. Like I'm going to try to gain followers. And I did. And now I have a business that's like, you know, that, I'm making a consistent, semi-consistent income every month where before it was like three readings a year. Now it's like multiple, mm -hmm. multiple readings a month. So uh, every week I have a reading almost. I think I do. Every week I have a reading now. Yeah. So it's, um, that's so cool. It's amazing that like I created this, you know, Yes. Yeah. by myself, like did everything by myself. <laughs> Yes. And that's like Saturn gets so proud of you, right? Because it's like, as we were just talking about that heaviness and mental health is such a big thing in, in the Saturn return field, especially for us who are younger and we have Pluto and Scorpio, but just in knowing that it's like, it really tests you. It, it's like, Hey, like, what are you going to do here? You know, like the tests that come, what do you feel like was your, if you could like pinpoint it, like, what do you feel like was the biggest test? Probably the depression because it really, I got into some like dark places during those times and lashed out and treated people close to me the way that like I would never do now. And I can see it so clearly now, but I feel like I had to go through that in order to bring me down to a place where I was like, I need to get out of this. And that's what brought me on the alignment program, which brought me out and then on back onto my spiritual path. And cause my, everyone knows, especially in a spiritual journey, like when you start, it usually goes in waves. Like you drop off, you go back on, you drop off, you go back on. Right. Mm -hmm. But there's, a, comes a point in time where mine was 30 where it's like not, it doesn't mean I have to meditate every day. It doesn't mean I have to be doing something spiritual every day, but I'm truly embodied as like a, a spiritual entrepreneur. And I feel like I really, like you understand this too, probably. It's like, there comes a point where it's just like, it clicks and it's just like, it's going to stay. 
Mm. And that was me for 30 was the year for me where it's like, this is here to stay. Mm. Um, Mm -hmm. And yeah, I think the biggest test probably was like the depression and stuff. And yeah, it's, it's, it's hard for me to look back because a lot of that has affected my husband who now is going through his depression. And I think I was part of the reason why he got there. And now that I've overcome and I'm on the other side and I'm not who I was, um, it's hard for him to see because he's so in the thick of his stuff now. Mm -hmm. So it's a really good point though. Like, like just saying that in a sense that, you know, you have to go through those things and it's such an identity change. Like there's a lot of identity shifts that happen. I'm a completely different person. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. And like, you have to like the death and rebirth that occurs when you're letting go of, of identities, like it's a lot. And whether that's your job, whether it's relationship stuff, whether it's having kids or getting married or buying a home, like whatever it is, it's, you know, I also got married in there too. Forgot to leave. (laughs) I got married when I was 27 too. So, Oh my God. (laughs) Had my son and got married three months later. So yeah. Okay. So that really, it really set you up. 44. So I was supposed to mention that, I guess. (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. So it's literally so funny that like all of those things set up such a like it just set it all up. And, and I am of the belief and like, maybe this is kind of intuitive coming through, but from the interviews I've had with people, I feel like we attract people to really support us on our Saturn return journey. I think that's also a big piece. My husband really supported me on my Saturn return journey. Yeah. Yeah. And now I feel like I'm trying to support him. It's just so frustrating to see because it's like, yeah. Yeah. It's, it is, it is tricky. And also Saturn Aquarius, like, yo, I know everyone out there listening to this. Like we isolate ourselves. Saturn Aquarius is about isolation. So yeah. it's like, and if you're an Aquarius having an Aquarius Saturn return, yeah. it's even worse. Does it make it worse? Well, I would like to say so, uh, just cause I went there, but, uh, no, I'm not gonna, no, I'm saying for you and him, like, does it make it more like amplified, you know, <laughs> it's definitely, it's definitely about, um, <sighs> it's definitely about just finding who we are, right? Mm-hmm. Like for anyone, it's our greatest teacher Saturn is. And if we can lean into it instead of fight it and resist it and, and ask, what are you teaching us? Like, what do you want to teach me? And what happens is it's like, Every single thing that I've learned up to this date that I thought was true is like, I'm re-questioning all of that because I need to figure out who I want to be as an individual. And some of those things previously come with, and sometimes they don't. Like an example for me is like my job, right? Like I thought for my whole life, like I was going to work with kids. Like, and I probably still will in some capacity. I love them, but I had this identity wrapped around that I was a child and youth worker like this is, and I was proud to tell people that. And then, so going through this process of like, actually, that's not what I want to do is very confronting. And it doesn't sound like it really would be, but my identity was so tied up, like must do this to survive, must do this to have acceptance, whatever it is. So when you're going through that portal, it's like you are, you're becoming someone new and it's hard to like, look and be like, Hey, this is who I am, (laughs) you know? 
But like you just said, Kayla, like at 30, you got to a point where like this, I'm a medium. Like this is who I am. That's what I said. Yeah. I came out into the world and I was like, I am a medium. Mm -hmm. And I, once I owned it, things just started snowballing. Yeah. But you had to go through that process of the unknown and trying different things. things. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I guess that's what my husband's in right now is like, he's trying to figure out who he is. And so he's trying all these different things and it's just, it's affecting me because Mm -hmm. I'm with him. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And it totally affects the other people. Like, look, okay. (laughs) The Saturn and Aquarius, like being isolated. I haven't seen my family in three years. I've pushed away a lot of people because, and I'm not like ashamed to admit that or anything. It's just literally, I felt like, and I'm very lucky in a sense of like, I moved into my own space before my Saturn return right before, but it's like, I needed to be fully by myself. Like, that's what he kind of, I think he needs too, but it's like you're married yeah. and your kids. So it's hard because now that's the thing we're dealing with. Totally. Like that's, that's the next thing, right? I don't have to like hear this from you because it's like, it even makes more sense to me. And it makes me feel like, okay, maybe this is just something he's going through and it's going to come out the other end. Like, okay, but I don't know, you know? Yeah. And I think for anyone out there who's like, if they feel like they're struggling in their Saturn return or like you're experiencing even someone that you're in a relationship with going through it, going through it, or like, you're looking at me being like, this girl has not talked to me in how long, like, (laughs) like just figuring out my stuff. Okay. Right. Like we're just figuring it out. And sometimes you have to have that space to be able to just like, put your head back on straight. And what you yeah. do come out of on the other side is rewards. There are blessings, there are sure. realizations and, um, and yeah, so it, it's, it's a process for sure. Um, I guess like that kind of leads me into my next, Oh, say that again. People just have to be patient <laughs> and surrender <laughs> the two hardest things that I can't even do. So <laughs> two things like Saturn is literally surrender is such a common word for for Saturn and patience literally it's like the hardest well for me the hardest things to learn I hear you yeah 100% it's like why is this so difficult you know um what would you like go back and tell your previous self if you were like let's say she was sitting beside you or across from you in the room um going through it like in the in the depths what would you say It sounds cliche, but like you, you will get through this. Mm -hmm. You will be okay. You will come out on the other side and see why it had to happen this way. Mm. As difficult as it is. Mm -hmm. And as regretful as you might be of some of the things that had to happen, they had to happen. Mm -hmm. Like, unfortunately, or they're going to have to happen but you'll be okay and you'll make it through. Mm-hmm. That's a, it's not cliche. It's very common. That's what everyone says. Yeah. And someone asked me this the other day, my friend, Olivia. Hi, Olivia. If you're listening, she's also an astrologer. And she had asked me cause she's also going through hers like peak right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and she said, what would you like, if you could go back to the beginning, what would you say? And I said the same thing. It's going to be okay, girl you're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And it's so hard when you're in it. Like I remember the amount of times, like I sat in this, my bedroom screaming, like being like, Oh, like <laughs> this is 
this is morbid, but I would like see, this is why I'm scared of spirits because I thought I kept seeing like this dark entity. Mm. What I'm realizing is that was my shadow. <laughs> and you're like going like this. So it looks crazy. I'm like, it was like always, anytime I shut my eyes, I could just like see this. And it was like depression. Like that's what it was. And I would just cry and cry and cry and cry. And that still happens. But it's like, you're releasing so much of the previous version of you that is not aligned with who you are becoming in this next 30 years. Yes. That I've noticed. I've actually realized that as I'm going through really personal stuff. And even though I'm done my Saturn return, but I do realize that when you have a really big cry, like cry, cry, cry for a whole day or two days or literally cry to your eyes are swollen shut the next day. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden you're seeing when you're in those moments, you're like, all you're seeing is the bad. And you're like, my life's done. Like da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. the next day or two days later, all of a sudden it's like, Oh, I see clearly now. Mm. It's like, all of a sudden it's like, you needed to release that old shedding some more of your old self. And now it's like, Oh, Never mind. All those things that I said are dumb. I, I can see, I can see, I can see, I can see clearly now. Mm-hmm. And, um, oh, maybe that's why Wayne Dyer wrote that book. I can see clearly now. Well, it's funny. I keep hearing, I can see clearly now. Yeah. The rain is gone. Yeah. He literally wrote a book that I can see clearly now. And it was all the thing. like each chapter is a different story in his life where something happened. And he's like, I can see this had to happen because of this. This had to happen because of this. Um, you know, yeah. it's, it's funny you're saying this. I'm curious what's going to happen in your second Saturn return because typically the second Saturn returns are more, a little smoother because you've done the big, big lessons. And because you have Saturn in the third house, I wonder if you're going to write a book. I, I have goosebumps, Courtney. Because I literally, before my Saturn return, I wanted to write a book interesting I started writing like down story I wanted to tell my story of how my mom passed away and that's so interesting because this was before I was a medium I just wanted to talk about my spiritual journey how my mom passed away and how it it could have made me dwell and turn into like depressed but it brought me out into the spiritual side but then my whole Saturn return happened I forgot all about that yeah (laughs) and now I'm a medium like how crazy Wild. So I could write a book one day, maybe. Yeah, I bet you will. Something that you're using, obviously, your voice. Yeah, sharing more of your information. That's that Sagittarius moon. Yeah. But writing a freaking book, like that's part of that, really. And the ability to go deep with like your experiences, just so you guys know too, we're going to wrap this up here pretty soon. But Kayla has, um, I'm going to do some some information on this because I find it so fascinating um, in terms of, um, like where your Pluto is. And so you have Pluto in the first house, right? Am I looking at the right thing? Yeah. So it's so interesting because Pluto, obviously you have a rising sign of Scorpio. And so these people can go very deep. If you're even watching on YouTube right now, um, rising sign energies, you can kind of see in people's faces and Scorpio risings tend to have like darker features, which is very interesting. Okay. Um, but that Pluto being in the first house, like you do undergo a lot of transformation in and of yourself. And so you have a lot to share on death and rebirth, mm. which is quite, quite a big placement. And then, um, I was also going to say there's, um, 
Yeah. With just with that third house energy, I think is just so interesting right now you have Pluto moving through there as well, but, um, definitely here to share information and your North node is in Aquarius. So, um, the direction that you want to go is really towards that Aquarian energy, which is probably why you attract so many Aquarians because they're teaching you. Yes. Yeah. My husband's an Aquarius. Me and Courtney clicked like randomly on Facebook. I felt like she was like a sister. I was like, I've known you forever. Talk to you like three times. Yeah. <laughs> How did that even happen? I just remember like being on like, I don't know, seeing you on Instagram, but then being on a call. Like, I think it was, Ste- I don't know if it was Steph's things or yeah, Jeff. It was something like that. Man, see the friendships that came from the pandemic as well. Like everything's so different. Yeah. Um. Okay. So I guess just to end this out, close it out. Is there anything left that you would want to say to people who are going through their Saturn return right now? hang in there, do the work. Mm. Don't just let it, don't let that energy and that stuff that can coming up, hold you back. Like try to move through it as uncomfortable as it is to grow stronger and to rise higher. Mm. That's beautiful. Um, Saturn would love that as well. Do the work. Yeah, I know. I hope my husband does that. <laughs> <laughs> it's it, it you can't escape it you can't escape it it's part of it so like it's, um, it's being forced that forces you so i said it forces saturn forces you to do what you're supposed to be doing no matter whether you like it or not mm-hmm. and by the way everyone like saturn's gonna move through your chart your whole life okay so mm-hmm. like i can do and i'm gonna do another episode on this but like saturn's always there always moving around you so there's always gonna be something that you need to do to work with that energy. But when you are strong and sturdy in your own foundation of who you are, then it gets a little bit easier after there. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned, everyone. Kayla's going to write a book by her next Saturn return. She has a long way to go. <laughs> 30 years. Okay, guys, there'll be a book out in 30 years. Yeah. Well, like in that time, you got a lot of life. Like there's a lot, there's a lot. Yeah, of I can add to that book. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Okay. One last question just for fun. Um, if you could be any other Zodiac sign, what one would you be and why? Mm. What one would I be? I think a cancer. Hmm. I think because I resonate so much with my daughter who's a cancer and I just feel like that motherly energy because I already have that in me a little bit, but I'm like, I don't know. I just, mm-hmm. every cancer I meet, I really like them. Mm. Oh, that's so beautiful. Yeah. I love that answer. I'm just checking where is cancer in your birth chart? I think it's six, is it? Um, up at, up at the top, ninth, eighth, ninth. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm beautiful well that's also where your chiron is that's what i was just gonna say my chiron is cancer which is like very funny because the chiron is the stuff that leaves your life right or like the traumas yes wounds yeah and it's in my cancer cancer which is very motherly energy and i lost my mom mm-hmm. so that was a very cool thing to learn when i took your astrology course yeah I thought that that was very interesting yeah so interesting so i love that you that was your answer yeah yeah Everyone should learn more about astrology. It's so cool. (laughs) So, okay. So then tell everyone where they can find you if they want to book a reading or how they can work with you. Um, Yeah. Go feel free. 
let us all know. My Instagram is readings by Kayla and my website's readings by Kayla. It's really easy, but Kayla is K-A-I-L-A, not with a Y, like most people spell it. Um, but yeah, I'm on Instagram. You can DM me if you have any questions ever and feel free to reach out to me. I love to hear from you guys. Yeah. And Kayla does some good, um, IG lives sometimes too, which is really cool just to kind of watch. Um, I always hang out there. I'm always like, did I miss it? <laughs> I know I, I, since I'm becoming, um, more in tune with astrology, I've started to do full moon, like on a full moon or a new moon, I do like a card pulse. And sometimes if you're lucky, I do random times. I'll do card pulls live for people. So you might get wow. a, a free psychic card pull. Yeah. So fun. Okay. Well, I'll link everything of course, um, in the notes below. Um, but, uh, yeah, thank you so much for coming on today. So much for having me. So fun. So insightful to like relive it all. Reliving the Saturn return. You know, hang on people. I'm still here. (laughs) I'm going to create a Saturn return because I don't have enough ideas. I'm going to create a Saturn return chicken noodle soup book. So it's almost like everyone's stories, you know, the chicken noodle soup books. Or like all the different stories. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So like your podcast in a book. Yeah, but that's probably going to be thirty years from now. <laughs> Next Saturn return. Yeah. Oh my anyway, God. okay, we're wrapping it up. Yeah. <laughs> um, if anyone has any questions, of course, send us a DM. Thanks for hanging out. Don't forget to rate, review, review, all the things. It's Mercury retrograde like subscribe and I will see you guys in our next next episode. Bye. Bye. Hey guys, if you liked what you heard here today, definitely give me a rating and review and you know, come over to Instagram and help help me get to know you more and come hang out over there and let me know what you're curious about when it comes to Saturn returns, astrology and all the things. Don't forget if you want to book a reading with me, those are always available and you can find those over on my Instagram page or in the show notes. And as always, I want you to remember to go live your dreams. Okay, see you when I see ya. Bye.